This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Swinging Through Comics. Visit mjmunoz.com STC for notes and links. And don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help me grow. So, in this episode of Swinging Through Comics, issue 60, episode 60, I'm talking about issue number one of Black Radiant. Or is it Radiant Black? <laughs> I keep forgetting. Anyway, it's from Image Comics. It's uh, written by Kyle Higgins of the Ultraman, uh, Rise of Ultraman series. And uh, I believe he's also involved with the ongoing uh, Trials of Ultraman, which will be starting next month. But in between the end of one Ultraman series and the beginning of another that he's involved in, we've got this project here of his own uh, Tokusatsu-inspired you know, Power Rangers inspired, whatever, uh, superhero. And uh, I gotta say, I was really hyped up looking forward to this. And I'm not gonna say I'm disappointed, but I am gonna say uh, positive things as well as negative things. So, Radiant Black is, sees a. I think he just turned 30, maybe it's 33, maybe. Anyway, I think he just turned 30. This guy. Uh, whose name I can't remember, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. They weren't calling out his name every few pages. His friend Marshall, I know his name, but uh, other than that, I don't know the parents' names or anything like that, but uh, that's okay. So, writer dude who becomes Radiant Black, um, he is... Hmm, interesting. Uh, he is uh, a failed writer. He's moving in back home with his parents. Uh, he's lied to them all about everything, and there's almost no action in this issue. There's like a, a surprise sort of thing that happens after he um, gets this power, gets this suit, whatnot. And it's interesting because while there wasn't uh, like a fight, a villain of the week, a monster, uh, a crisis, uh, even a rescue or, or some sort of real dangerous situation, um, it was still interesting. Like, you know, the, it's a good looking suit. Uh, it's drawn well. Um, and, you know, besides that, there's personal life uh, or, or personal drama going on with this guy. And I really liked the fact that his biggest problem was he went away to L.A. from his, you know, small town in Illinois. And he didn't make it. He failed to make it. And the truth is he hardly even tried. And um, that's what really gets him is that he hardly tried to uh, do anything, especially given the fact that he had ambitions of being a writer for his entire life. And uh, it's funny because that's uh, that feels... <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. And um, funnily enough, uh, based on how... I think Higgins and I are the same age and this writer character uh, in Radiant Black is a couple of years younger. And it's just funny that um, he is writing about a writer. And it feels a little... Uh, I don't know, a little meta-narrative-y to me. You're supposed to write what you know, right? But uh, it almost feels like how there was the weird father and son drama in the J.J. Abrams uh, Spider-Man bloodline. J.J. and Henry Abrams Spider-Man bloodline. Um, it almost feels like, you know, maybe letting a little bit too much of your personal life creep in <laughs> on what you're writing. And uh, I don't know, that, that seemed a little off to me. Um, he's not a... He felt like a very sympathetic character. This was interesting. So the main dude, can't remember his name again, sorry. Uh, he felt very sympathetic in the beginning because he's under crushing debt. He's 
uh, very upset about it, and he's trying to get a loan to try to, you know, in one last-ditch effort to, to fix that problem. And when he fails to, the next thing we see is he's going back home. But then at the end, you know, he, he slowly reveals to Marshall what's happening. He gives him all these details, but then not until after he's gotten the power and they've almost faced death uh, does he reveal to his friend Marshall uh, what the truth of the matter is, which is that he didn't even try. And uh, that comes as a crushing, you know, it's a crushing blow, whatever. But the point is, he's saying like, well, now that I have this power, maybe, uh, you know, this is something I have to try with. I have to prove myself to myself, sort of. And um, it, it's kind of because it fell in his lap that he feels so committed to it or to, to committed to doing something special with this power. And uh, I don't know, it just seems kind of, uh, that's an interesting arc. I, I almost thought because of the, the fraught conversation they were having, the, the face he was making that maybe uh, he was, and he had like made some harsh comment to, to Marshall before um, about him screwing everything up. But then, uh, you know, maybe he was projecting cause you know, he was a screw up cause he didn't even try, right? Um, but then it's kind of funny just how uh, I thought maybe he was gonna say like, you know, with this power now, I'm not gonna screw things up and like, you know, I'm gonna get rid of people like you. That didn't end up happening. Um, but we did get a setup at the very end that like, okay, so maybe he is gonna do something good with this power. Cause it's, I think it's, if I'm crawling correctly, he's basically telling Marshall, it's like, it's almost scary how much power he has or he can feel. And uh, Marshall's like, hey man, I'm not gonna let you, you know, do anything bad. And, uh, you know, but maybe this is going to be a good thing all around. You can do some good with it and it could even help your writing because, you know, you're unique and you're supposed to write what you know or, or, you know, pull from your life experiences or whatever. And, you know, you're totally the only one who has this. Then we get a little lead into the fact that there's a radiant red. Um, given the uh, tokusatsu and super sentai naming conventions, it makes sense that these guys would be radiant or they would have the radiant power and the fact that he's black and the book is called Radiant Black, and there's a red guy, it makes sense that he's Radiant Red. Anyway, uh, that just kind of tickles me um, to, to have figured that out, so to speak. But anyway, um, I don't know, it's interesting that the, the dangerous situation they got into was, so I, I guess to just to put a, a, a cap on all that, the emotion felt very real, it felt very authentic. Um, and it was interesting that he's like not a goody two shoes, like he's not a you know a successful author, he's a failed author, um, and you know he's got a lot of shame. And he, he there's this point where that he makes that like I didn't ask for anybody's help. I didn't ask for anybody's help when I was in L.A. And I'm not asking for my parents' help now. They can't afford it. And I'm not going to do that. So like he has a sense of right and wrong, a sense of pride, um, but not in the negative sense. Uh, so that's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how he, he does that, because he, he tells the person on the phone from the bank, like, hey, if I, if I had more money, I could get a loan, but I need the loan to help try to help me, you know, like, even things out. And they're like, well, but if you had more money, if your, if your debt to income ratio was lower, and he's like, well, if it was lower, I wouldn't be asking for help. So maybe um, he only asked for help in that desperate situation, and he's a kind of person who wants to be self-reliant, and I don't know, it'll be interesting to see, will that have any effect on him helping people who you know, might need his uh, superhero power uh, to intervene in it. I don't know, it, it, it's it's kind of interesting because it makes me think, and I, I'm interested to see what's going on in the rest of the series, but I'm not like hooked. This wasn't a, a huge success for me, um, but I am intrigued and I'm definitely gonna give it a, a shot. 
uh, or give it a second shot because of uh, the success of uh, Rise of Ultraman and how just how good that was. So uh, I guess that's a summation of my review um, or my analysis of this. Uh, but uh, I, there was something else I wanted to say. It was just on the edge of my consciousness and it drifted away. So it was really cool. The art, like I said, the art was pretty good. Oh, the confrontation that they have is with these police officers. So, you know, it's a small town, white, white cop and black cop, Marshall and uh, Nathan, I think, uh, are hanging out on the train tracks after going to the bar and uh, Marshall's drunk and Nathan isn't. But then Marshall takes this stand against the cops, which I found to be really interesting. Um, he, he makes a, a joke or a, a fib or whatever that they're uh, First Amendment auditors and that the cops have no right to um, tell them to disperse from this place because they're peacefully assembling here and the cops saying these are private tracks and then Marshall counters with like hey then the you know owner of these tracks should come and tell us to disperse from here you know not you you have no authority here basically and uh, Nathan turns to Marshall and he like starts to say Marshall and like what are you doing Marshall and he's like hey don't say my name and like uh, I don't know, like, he's either involved with shady stuff or he really cares about civil liberties and the Constitution, and I can't tell. I I think it's one of those two extremes. It could be something in between, but uh, that was pretty interesting that he was bringing that up and that their conflict was with the cop, and then, like, one of the cops was, um, like, Marshall makes them promise uh, that they're not going to arrest them, and one cop's like, like, no, we won't do that. That's extortion. You're extorting, a, you're extorting a police officer. That's blackmail or whatever. And the other cop, the black cop's like, dude, like, well, yeah, fine. Like, I, I don't do well with heights, uh, which is a little jokey for my taste. Um, and, uh, like, what would we even write up on the report charging them? Like, we wouldn't, it wouldn't fly. So let's just promise them we're not going to do anything. He's going to let us go. It's a misunderstanding. And then that'll be it. And... Like, I don't know if that's supposed to seed something or if that's, like, supposed to be some sort of social commentary or whatever. But, uh, I mean, it feels legit to me. Those cops pulled up on them for no good reason. Um, obviously, uh, like, Nathan wasn't trying to hurt them. Um, it was just he thought something and the suit reacted or whatever to his thoughts. And that's how they got in that situation. Um, so, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how things are handled and, like... Does that get expanded upon, or was that a one-off thing? Was it more to be humorous or, or joking? Because then Nathan uh, goes off on Marshall for you know he was you know he could have gotten them killed by those cops. So um, I think that's that's how it goes. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Like I, it's so it's so rooted in like real-world stuff, um, and it feels like it's supposed to be taking place like in a world like our own, uh, except for this one special thing. Uh, so I don't know exactly how far they're going to go. And, uh, at the same time, there seemed to be a respect for the police officers, like from the narrative. Um, but maybe it was just like, Hey, these guys are just trying to do their job. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure where it shakes out. Uh, I'll be interested to see what exactly happens again, at least in a second issue. Um, and we'll see if I follow along with it. Cause I wasn't like grabbed by, it. but maybe second issue will be like super cool and I'll really love it. So, um, I'm not going to recommend, I'm going to recommend you read Ultraman first, and then if you really want more of uh, Higgins writing and uh, some tokusatsu action-y hero stuff, then I guess come back to this. It's a very, very soft, tepid recommend, um, and I liked it. I'd give it like a 3 out of 5, uh, maybe a 2.5. No, I liked the like interpersonal stuff, um, and there just wasn't enough of the superhero-y 
things going on. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Thanks for your time and attention. Take care, folks. Be well. And uh, I don't know. That's all I have to say. <laughs>